I broke something I'll never get, I'll never get back. Brought me some money. A head like steel and a soul of gold and a heart that's made of glass. But mine's cracked. I'm Sharada and I'm a senior and I'm Claire and I'm also a senior and we're going to be reviewing Pentatonix's new album. So Pentatonix is an American acapella group consisting of five vocalists originating from Arlington, Texas. And the members of this group are Avi Kaplan, Scott Hoying, Kirsten Maldonado, Kevin Osula, and Mitch Grassi. Their work, which is mostly in the pop style, consists of covers of existing songs, sometimes in the form of medleys, along with original material. Their music mostly has beatboxing and vocal percussion and tight vocal harmonies, and they're kind of the first extremely successful a cappella group which has come, and their album is super exciting and super new, and it even hit the Billboard, um, the Billboard's top uh, 100 albums, I believe, and I think they're the first a cappella group to do that, so they're super cool. Yeah. Um, their new album is self-titled, so it's called Pentatonics. <laughs> um, it came out in mid-October, and... Yeah, so they've been around for quite some time now. I remember watching them. My grandma actually like called me into the room and was like, Claire, you have to watch this acapella group on the sing-off. They're so great. Yeah, and after the sing-off, they like moved to YouTube and they released a bunch of these videos. And you guys have probably seen the evolution of music or one of their evolutions. They're super popular and they're, they have over 9 million subscribers. They're a really popular group. Yeah, so we're going to talk to you about a couple of our favorite songs from the album and also some of the most popular ones. So the first song which you guys have probably heard on the radio is called Can't Sleep Love and I think it's their lead single if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, I think it was their first one that they released this year. Yeah. Um, so I've heard it on the radio a bunch and I have to be honest, it's really strange hearing Can't Sleep Love in between like Ariana Grande and yeah. like Rihanna. It's <laughs> yeah. really weird to hear but I I, mean, I like the song. It's yeah, like no, nice. I totally agree. I think that the thing that I like about it is it's kind of a different sound from what you're like normally hearing on the radio. It has more of like a jazzy kind of like laid back mm-hmm. tone to it as opposed to the like Ariana Grande or like the Rihanna that's like around it. Yeah, and I think something that like really defines her voice, how I know it's them, is like the beatboxing in the background because yeah. usually it's like drums or like guitar and stuff like that. And like when there's beatboxing, I'm like, oh, it's pentatonic. So mm-hmm. um, I think like people either like really like them, I think, or like really don't gel with their music. Yeah, but exactly. they But they are a really cool group. Um, uh, I don't know if like it's overhyped or not. I don't necessarily think it's, like, overhyped. I think that, again, like, I think it's either, like, you love it or you're kind of just, like, indifferent towards it. Um, I think, yeah, no, I think it's kind of just chilling right now. Like, I think it's... Yeah. They've definitely been promoting it a lot. They've been going on, like, these different TV shows and singing it and stuff. And, I mean, I've heard it live, and it definitely sounds better in the studio version rather than live. Probably because, like, I don't know if something's up with the microphones or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, Yeah. 
Yeah. So Can't Sleep Love is a pretty good song. But Can't Sleep, did I say Can't Sleep Love? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can't Sleep Love is a very good song. I kind of admit that I'm kind of tired of it Mm because I've heard it so much. It's on the radio all the time. It's on the radio all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. All right. So next we're going to talk about a couple of their covers that are on the album. So they have Cheerleader. Um, they have Where Are You Now and Lean On. And these are very, very popular. They're one of the most popular songs on their album. Yeah. Um, probably because there's some, like, really popular songs mm-hmm. just in general. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. What do you think about the, like, or versus the originals? Like, what do you... Um, so let's start with Cheerleader. Okay. Um, I wasn't... Like, the original is kind of a, um... I feel relaxed when I listen to yeah. it. Like, it's a good kind of a song, but I definitely think Pentatonix really stepped it up, and I think the cover is better than the original. Oh, I totally honest. agree. Yeah. I don't, like, I like the original a lot, but it's, like, I don't know, whenever I hear the song, I just kind of laugh at it, but, like, I think that the Pentatonix kind of, like, massaged it a little bit. They make and, it like, cool, it. I think. Yeah. They make songs very cool sounding. Yeah. Yeah. And then Where Are You Now, of course, is one of the new Justin Bieber songs, so... Everybody loves the Justin Bieber version, but I personally like the Pentatonix one way more because the like, <laughs> I'm like the original one like drives me crazy. Yeah, I you know what? I think I like both of them equally because I definitely see because Where Are You Now is obviously meant to be like a dance type of a yeah, song yeah, if yeah. you think and Pentatonix. I didn't like it at first, actually, but okay, I heard yeah. it again and again, and I'm like, wow, you really revealed what the lyrics are and what they mean and mm-hmm. stuff. I wasn't really hearing them in the Justin Bieber version, but yeah. in the Pentatonix version, it's, it's it's very nice, but it took me a while to like it. I leave I was by your side, so where you now that I need you? Where you now that I need you? They like, they make it more sing-songy than the original song mm-hmm. is. So like, if you guys are familiar with like the Superfruit YouTube channel, like they have the Hip Hop Goes Broadway or like all of those songs, and they really like bring out the lyrics in a lot of the like famous hip hop songs that like you wouldn't normally like listen to their lyrics. Yeah, I think their style is so pure because it's mm-hmm. just their voices that you're really forced to listen to their lyrics, and that's I think kind of an issue in this album because some of the lyrics in their songs are kind of cliched yeah they're like i was like i know they can be better songwriters and i know they have a lot to say but they're kind of at a disadvantage because they don't have like a catchy beat or anything Mm -hmm. to back them up like if a lot of their songs depend on the content itself so i think Mm -hmm. that's something they definitely need to improve on in their next album but this was a very like worthy first album i think yeah no i agree yeah um and then the lean on cover i mean i kind of like both of them equally i think that both the cover and the original kind of bring different things to the table So these uh, three covers were definitely super strong. They've released uh, three albums before, which are just covers. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish that this album was just um, was just original music, but I think that they made these covers to back them up just in case yeah. their album wasn't too successful. Yeah. And because their covers are some of the most successful on their album, I think that was a super smart move. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, their songs in the past, like, 
I remember listening to, I think it was their second album that they released. There was a lot of, like, covers on it, and then there was, like, maybe two or three mm-hmm. original songs. But, like, I really like how for this one they really made the bulk of their list original songs and then just threw in, like, a couple just to, like, as, like, safeguards almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next song is Sing. That's also a very popular song, and they also released a music video. So I think for this one, it's definitely a super catchy song. Oh, yeah. I, I love the music video, but I think that um, the lyrics were a little weak in this one. I mean, I wasn't expecting anything deep in it. Right. Yeah, it yeah. is a very catchy, uh, super fun song to listen to. But I think like some of the lyrics are kind of cliche. But other than that, I, I really enjoy listening to it. Yeah, no, I think a lot. I think for a lot of them, like the content, like you said, could be stronger in some of them. But I think that they do do a very nice job of, like, making it, I don't know, like, adding a lot of, like, nuances and riffs and harmonies that kind of, like, I don't want to say block you from it, but, like, kind of, like, catch your ear as opposed Mm -hmm. to, like, listening to the lyrics Um, because their riffs are intense. Like, they are so great. Yeah. I die every time. Yeah. Um, So sings, I think the lead singer in this one is Scott Hoying, and he's the lead singer in, like, the entire group and one of the issues I had in this album is that he's the lead singer in a lot of the songs and Mitch Grassy he's the high-pitched um male in the group he's also the lead singer and I kind of wanted the other members of the group to have more of a role in the songs because otherwise the songs just started like repeating themselves yeah because I heard Scott's voice so much and I just wanted like for example, uh, Kirsten, she's mm-hmm. one of the only, she's the only female in the right. group, and I wanted to hear her voice more, but she was only in the lead singer in only one or two of the songs, and that's something I'm a little disappointed about, but um, I know she doesn't really like to take center stage yeah. too much. Well, it's so funny, too, because, like, she, like you said, she's the only girl, but, like, they can totally replace her with Mitch Grassy. So, like, whenever they do female songs, he's usually, like, Mitch is usually mm-hmm. the one singing it. He has an amazing voice. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I think Kirsten brings, like, a gentleness to the group. Oh, I she think she, totally like, rounds does. it out. If it was just a male group, I don't think they would be that successful because they use her a lot in, like, promos and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And, like, you can always hear her, like, taking the, like, really, like, pretty part of the harmony in the mm-hmm. back or, like, doing crazy riffs or whatever. So I definitely think that she brings a good, like, a good vibe to the group. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna go on to our personal favorites. My favorite is Rose Gold, and it's not one of the more popular songs, but it has a really interesting sound that I really dig. It's it's such an amazing sound. It's, it kind of sounds like a Lord-inspired type of a thing, but it's it's very different from all the other songs, and it sounds super cool. Yeah. I really like that song. Yeah, no, I totally like, I love that one. I like, really like Carol Yeah. Um, my, I think my favorite song, I really like Sing a lot, but also my other favorite one is Ref, which also is not really a super popular one. It's kind of funny that like both of us picked ones that like aren't popular. But um, I don't know, the Ref has like a really cool sound and like 
for me, like if I find a song that like is just really pleasing to my ear, like I'll just listening to, listen to it over and over again. And just I like I don't know. There's something about Ref that is just really catchy. And I just really, really like it a lot. Yeah, Rough is a super good song. And I think that a problem that they might be facing in the future is, first of all, when they tour, they're extremely successful. Like, their concerts mm -hmm. always sell out. Yeah. And and they perform live really well. But I'm just concerned that with some of these songs, it just is impossible, yeah. I feel, to perform very well live. For example, Rose Gold is very... It's a very ear-catching song because the introduction sounds so interesting and like mm -hmm. and otherworldly, but they can't do that live because they use right. different sound effects in it. Right. Um. I I think they do that in Raph. I don't really remember, but yeah. um. I it I mean they'll like... be fine, but I think that's definitely a problem that they'll run into. Oh yeah, no, I totally agree with that, and I think that like, I think that it's gonna it's a problem that like a lot of people, a lot of artists run into just because there's it's like the music industry is so like focused on like different sounds as opposed to like the actual music itself so like rock concerts used to be super easy like you would just go in play a set it would sound almost identical to what it sounds like on the album but like now there's so many like different sound effects and synthesizers and things like that that it like makes it harder for artists mm -hmm. especially like these guys who are like making all the music with their mouths too yeah. so they don't have the like instruments to kind of cushion it a little bit yeah but yeah overall i think this was a pretty great album i liked it a lot i liked a lot of the songs yeah their sound their sound is definitely amazing it always is amazing i think mm -hmm. the only thing they need to work on is the content of their lyrics i think could be a little bit better but there are definitely some very strong songs in here yeah, yeah. i totally agree yeah, so that's the new album by Pentatonix. Take a listen if yeah. you haven't already. It's on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Check out Superfruit if you have time. It's um, Scott Wing and Mitch Grassi's YouTube channel, so that's always fun. It's super fun. It's yeah. a great channel. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you.